Welcome to the FN Rad Snowboarding Podcast. I'm Eric Trollson, and this is Episode 9. Yeah, I didn't start even riding till I was 65 years old. The first board I ran was this plastic Sims Lonnie Toft with a skate deck. Snowboarding is exactly the same as it used to be. It's just, you know, everybody wants something from it. I don't know if I can endure any more shitty winters. We're going to be okay, you know, and that's all that matters. You can put it away for a while, but you can't put it away forever because it's just almost like a spiritual thing. This week we talked to Regis Rowland, whose decision to move to Les Arc in the French Alps changed snowboarding's history forever. Yeah, I'm going to tell you the story, in fact. Uh, I came in Les Arc to be a ski instructor, all right, because I'm coming from the ski racing competition. And when I was uh, 19, I, I went up to Les Arc uh, 1800. So I teach like one year uh, in 1800, and the year after, 20 uh, ski instructors was choice to go to Les Arc 2000 to open the new center of Les Arc 2000. Uh, we, had, uh, we were in the, the only hotel in Les Arc 2000. Les Arc is one of the premier ski and snowboard destinations in the French Alps, with five different resorts. Les Arc 2000 was first developed in 1979 at 2,000 meters elevation. And one day, um, I was teaching with my client, and I saw some guy cross to a snow, to, to a board, but uh, I never saw that before, even in a magazine, you know what I mean? I didn't know snowboard was existing. You know, it's important for you to understand that, <laughs> because we were in 1982, and I never, I was a professional, huh? and I never saw that. So, in fact, those guy has been invited by Alain Guémard, uh, and Alain Guémard was a guide, and his job was to, to do the marketing of the new way of riding, like monoski, uh, snowboard, and stuff. For him, he discovered the sport when he was coming back from U.S. in a plane. The, the book in the plane, he saw a snowboarder from Winterstick. It was an article. So he called them, and he, we invite the Winterstick team to come up to Les Arcs 2000 in 1992. So uh, one day, they, they take uh, all the instructors, like 20 people, and, you know, they had some boards, some Winterstick, and they take us riding, you know. And for sure, it was very difficult because it was full powder, very heavy powder, and we just couldn't turn Turning in powder, it's very difficult. Huh? So uh, after five weeks, those guys left. Before that, I, ju- I just bought a board. And uh, what I was doing after my lesson, at five in the afternoon, I was walking up the mountain and trying to turn. And I did that like all the winter. And I couldn't turn because, it, as I said, it's very difficult to turn in powder. Huh? I, I got so pissed that I, di- I said, OK, I'm going to do straight down. So I went straight down in a black run, you know, and uh, I take some speed and I lean, I lean forward and I make a nice long turn. I lean back and I did a nice backside. So in, in, in one second, in two seconds, I discovered the turns. You know what I mean? Uh, it was crazy. And the chance I had, it, at this time, I didn't know Alain Guémard, in fact. Huh? And Alain Guémard was coming up the chairlift just up to me. And he saw me doing my first turn. And the day after, it was at noon, you know, I was in the restaurant. And he said, ah, is that you that I saw yesterday doing so two nice turns? Good. That's fantastic. So he said, okay, next year I want to promote monoskiing and snowboarding. And I want to do the, a movie next year. So let's keep, let's keep in contact and blah, blah, blah. So it's how it started. Huh? The, fir- the first movie that we did in winter of 1983 was uh, called 
qui espace. Paul Loxton, which was part of the guy who came with the Water Kick team, was uh, also riding with me. Yeah, plus, you know, Les Arcs was a new ski resort. It was a, uh, an independent ski resort. So in terms of marketing and money, they had a lot of money. What, what was good, it's uh, as soon as we started to do the first movie, Uh, so it was monoski, skiing, snowboarding, and uh, we did so much Ellie because I was using the Ellie a lot, like every day. As soon as we had powder, the Ellie was there at 7.30 in the morning, and, and I did so much. So it's for that uh, uh, I, I could progress uh, big way. Huh? But at this time, even uh, until the 90s, for sure, I was the guy who did the most uh, in innovation. Huh? And uh, I think but the original idea was from Alain Guémar. And then the idea was uh, that uh, I was a genius of the slide and bad guy who wanted to get the secret of the slide. It has been uh, that all the way down, you know. I invite our listeners to pause the podcast here, if you've never seen Apocalypse Snow, and look it up on YouTube. It's there as Apocalypse Snow, Le Film 1983. The film received a lot of recognition in film festivals, and Regis became a French celebrity. When we came with Apocalypse 1, Apocalypse 1 people in Paris, I remember, when they saw the movie, they got crazy. You know, the, the film was, show, was showed in the big theater and with like four or five thousand people. And when they saw Apocalypse 1, it was just nuts. Uh, because, you know, I've been in the business for 30 years, now 33 years. And uh, everywhere in the world, uh, apocalypse is still the, what's changing the way of, of, of sliding the snow. Huh? I was the only one able to ride. That's it. My, all my friends, they were very good skiers huh, coming from the competition like me. And, and when monoski came, it's easier for a skier to be able to do monoski quick. But snowboard, when I told you that when the winter stick came in Les Arts, it was in January uh, 82. And I, I did my first turn, my first turn in April. I was trying that every fucking day. My friend Lino had bought also a winter stick, but he broke it right away, so he could, he had no, no snowboard. The, the, the level I got was because I did one more time helicopter, and, and I, I was so far away compared to anybody in the world that because, because of that. After uh, I did all those movies, I started business. Huh? So I, then I was not writing so much, huh? but I was a boss of my company and I was working every day. Like My pro career stopped in 1988, in fact. Uh, US was very far from us. At, at this time, we had no communication. The fax was not existing. So when you wanted to connect with US or Japan or whatever, you had to do a, a normal letter or a call, maybe. <laughs> so we had no news from what was going on in USA, for example. Like Terry Kidwell and all those guys was doing, starting half pipe in 1985, 1986. Uh, and, and we didn't know. So for me, this is a, a part of the sport that I never did. Like I never did any... Um, freestyle or grabbing a board, I was not doing that. I was a specialist of free riding, big mountain free riding, because I was a competition skier, slalom and giant slalom, so I use the technique of the ski cross to a snowboard. So uh, it makes you going like, I was not sad sleeping, I was uh, rebounding, I was, you know what I mean? So, so it's, I, I adapt my ski technique to the board, and then I did so many hours and you know, months of snowboarding that I could get good. Regis filmed six movies in six years and got to ride POW almost every day of the winter. And while he traveled the world, he saw that Europe was much more accepting of snowboarding than the U.S. in the early 80s. So when, when we went to USA to do Apocalypse 3, it was in year 1986. 
And for example, in Lactao in Heavenly, I couldn't go riding. So I came up to chairlift. I was, uh, you know, uh, on foot, no snowboard, you know. I was with my friends, so I just went with them just to be with them, but I couldn't ride. Scovale, uh, it was a little bit better. But in fact, yeah, US, uh, all the 80s was a difficult period for them. Uh, in France, at the beginning of the 80s, you had to have small ski to come up the ski lift. So I had small ski in my backpack. You can see that in, uh, in ski espace. Uh, rapidly, we could ride uh, everywhere. In France, in the 80s, it was cool. Huh? I mean, for sure, sometimes it was difficult. It depends what, what resort. But it started from 86, 87, 88, then it was... Uh, Drawn to Lake Tahoe by the train gap you may remember from the Fall Line film Easy Rider. That's the one where Temple Cummings and Andy Hetzel jump a moving freight train. Regis and Alain Guimard saw an American skier jump the train in the early 80s and wanted to track the guy down to film with them for Apocalypse 3. It's an American guy and uh, he did that. Uh, we, we saw that in the, in the movie that he did before us. So we, we get in contact with him. What is funny is, you know, the, he wanted to, to go from down compared to us. And we tell him, are you sure you will get enough speed to pass? You know, he said, yeah, I will have enough speed. We said, you are sure? <laughs> More 30, 35 meters long. And yeah, very impressive. And so I was giving the, the departure with the radio. Huh? And so uh, when my friend uh, Jean-Michel Zucchi went, so he pushed on his pulse. And then... Uh, I, I sent the American guy, so he, he put his keys down to the clicker, but he was too slow and he to do this uh, backflip. Huh? And from the top, we saw a ski hit the top of the train, right? And from the top, we didn't see the train, but we see the ski coming up to us with vibration, you know. Ah, we say, fuck, he's dead. This guy is dead. He's, he's in pieces, you know. As his run of movies came to an end, Regis turned to building a snowboard brand something he would do for the next three decades. Yeah, in fact, um, uh, in 1985, 1986, I started my own company with a friend of mine. So we started to do Swallow Tail, and then uh, we did some uh, all-around board and uh, pipe board, in fact. But in 1989, we had problems with snow. We came to New York, so we, we put our factory in three containers, and we crossed the Atlantic. <laughs> we did start the, a new factory upstate New York. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Scott, Andy, and Jack Cagland. Yeah, yeah, we had a good team. But, you know, it was still difficult to make good products. And then after two years, uh, we left because Jack, Lynn, didn't have enough capital to keep going. But then, then he quit, and he's starting the, to produce some binding for ride. At least, you know, I've been learning how to do business during the 90s. And then, you know, I did keep going for until now. At this time, for me, just with my name, for sure, it helps a lot because during the 80s and 90s, I was still a star. I was very known, at least in France, in Europe, maybe not much in the US, in Europe, and especially in France, it was kind of easy. Plus, I had David Vincent. But then we had a team of riders like Axel Poporté, uh, Stéphane Routin. I had a lot of riders. So, uh, you know, I was making money. In, so I, I put like 10 to 15% in marketing and communication and events. And so we were doing good business. And uh, then I sold my business to Grand Chavin, which was a hot and hammer snowboard because he had a factory. So we, we crossed, which was kind of good. And then uh, Rossignol bought uh, Grand Chavin product, the help of Rossignol three years. And then they give up, they quit. And it's where I restart uh, Apple in 2003. 
Now you know that Apo has finished. Uh, I, I was bought out in year 2010 by some Russian investor. Uh, we did four years with them, and you know, then they couldn't do it. Whatever. For 15 months, 16 months, I'm just enjoying life. I do uh, a lot of splitboard. I did some stand-up paddle, all summer, every day. I recover. I am in very good shape today, and I am. Uh, you know, thinking about restarting a story, but I'm not sure I'm going to go. It depends uh, of the balance sheet business plan and stuff. But I'm working for uh, one year on something. I think, you know, we'll see next year. But if I do something, it's going to be in a free ride, like high-end product and speedboard. I want to travel light. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you split to do a couloir and stuff, yeah, you may be better to ride with hard boots. But the new hard boots, because the new hard boots from Kitori are very light, in fact, and very soft. Not a real hard boots today. Huh? And there is also something which is coming. It's uh, three parts and four parts for speedboard, which is very good because when you come up, you have narrow ski under your feet, and it's very good. I was in Chile this year for one month, and I did some volcano. And over there, volcanoes are getting a lot of winds, so you get ice, snow. And with the two parts, difficult when you get like 25, 30 degrees and when it's ice, it's better to have narrow ski for sure. Yeah. I went there with a prototype in three parts and it's fantastic. Uh, I really believe that three parts, four parts will be the future. And you know, it's always the same. Uh, when you speedboard, you spend 95% of the time coming up and 5% down. Okay. Okay. No problem. Thanks to you. Uh, talk soon. Ciao. Thanks to Templeton Gray for the music in today's episode. Our first live show at the Chair 9 Pub in Glacier, Washington is February 19th at 3 p.m. I'm so excited about the potential guests that we have lined up. Come join us. It's going to be a good time. F and Rad is brought to you by BR Productions.